It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Blue, welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. How are you feeling today? Well, I'm feeling good, Joe, and I'll tell you what. I am excited to know that it is time for Dime Time. Dime time it is. Let me grab my pen and let's get it in. Yeah, man. Check out Terpene Warehouse, Dope Minerals, guys, and CC Solutions. It's going to be amazing. We have Cali FX and Connector. And if you haven't joined them, go to CaliFX.com and make sure you check out Connector.com. That's C-A-N-E-C-T-U-R. And make sure that you get part of the connection. I'll tell you what. Joe... Do you have some uh, fantastic news for us today? I do, but before I do, I just want to thank you all out there that listen to us. Seriously, get your hand and pat yourself on the knee. Thank you. Inappropriately, and that's from me. <laughs> and then pat yourself on the back, and that's from Blue. Yeah, but uh, inappropriately. Know, want, yeah, inappropriately <laughs> on the back, too. Either way, we just want to thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, for those who don't know, we're just all around the world, 132 Hello. countries, and we just so greatly appreciate you all. Uh, 1-800-420-1980 is the number to leave us a voicemail. That's 800-420-1980. Make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more. At Cannabis Talk 101, at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. Blue is at one Christopher Wrights, and I am at Joe Grande 52. Now, Blue, I'm about to go green, and I mean real green, because this story right here, boy... True Leave Cannabis Corp acquires Harvest Health and Recreation Inc. in a $2 billion deal. Yeah, the B, folks. The $2 billion. Now, Florida-based True Believe Cannabis Corp. announced that it has reached an agreement to acquire Harvest Health and Recreational Inc. of Arizona in an all-stock deal valued at approximately $2.1 billion. Wow. Now, I don't care if it's stock. I don't care if it's uh, uh, pigeon food for $2.1 billion worth of. It's still $2.1 <laughs> billion worth of something. Well, stock, and it's still good. I'll take it. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll take, take it, player. It. You oh, give me $2.1 in stock, that means I can go right now and sell it for $2.1 billion. Could it go up? Yes. Could it go down? Mm, yes, that's the game. Oh, but yeah. guess what? It's worth 2.1 now. Billy. So that's why it's so good. And that's why when folks think, oh my God, is there money in this game? 
$2.1 billion that got bought out. The transaction creates a company with a combined footprint in 11 states with what True Belief CEO Kim Rivers characterized as the largest and most exciting acquisition so far in our industry, creating the most profitable public multi-state operator. This is huge, you guys. 11 states now is what True Leave will be in. This combination offers us the opportunity to leverage our respective strong foundations and propel us forward with an unparalleled platform for future growth. As the CEO Kim Rivers said in a statement from True Leave, Harvest provides us with an immediate and significant presence in a new and established markets and accelerates our entry into the adult use space in Arizona. True Leave and Harvest are leaders in our markets, recognizing for our innovation brands and operational expertise with true depth and scale in our business. Dude, I just think it's dope when you see big, big moves going down like this. It's incredible. I mean, you know, it, it just shows you how long awaiting our industry has been waiting to pop. Because, you know, you don't start doing, you know, $2 billion deals uh, for a company that people don't, uh, for an industry that people don't believe in. And, you know, you're talking about the industry that is been built on the backs of lots of different minorities, um, you know, immigrants, um, you know, Americans, uh, you know, you, worldwide, people, people all over the world that have built in, you know, facilities to process this cannabis while it was illegal. And then here it is now in, you know, 2021, and we're sitting here going, gosh, it's, it's, being, it's getting closer to legalization. Not only closer, but you're, you're selling use. companies for billions of dollars, you guys. I mean, Truly buys this, right? And Truly is a cannabis multi-state operator with operations in the Northeast and the Southeast of the United States, while Harvest Business is focused in the Southwest, West Coast, and Northeast. We're talking basically all over the United States. The combined company will have licensed cannabis operations, like I said, in the 11 states, including 22 cultivations, okay, and a processing facility with a total capacity of 3.1 million square feet. Did you just hear me right now? A total capacity of 3.1 million square feet as well as 126 dispensaries retailing cannabis for medical and recreational use. Love it. Harvest is also a shareholder in High Times Holding Corp, the parent company of High Times. Now, when I see this blue, it makes me think of Medmen. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Medmen took big chunks like this and did a lot. They're still strong. We're in Vegas. They have a beautiful location in Vegas. They have a beautiful location in West Hollywood. Right. Strong company. I believe, though, when I look at big companies like this doing big moves like this, a little smarter than the big CEOs of MedMen. They were smart, and they're still doing good. They're not you know, dead by no means. They're, they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere either. They're just not hyping it up. But like they're not they as big as they were, and like a big deal like this happens. I would only hope and roll the dice that these guys learn from the pattern of what MedMen did, meaning... Don't go out and start buying private jets. Five Lamborghinis. Don't go buy the extra big house by the beach just to have this. 
Spend the money like you're doing on the you have 3.1 million square feet of operational. Like, dude, that's that's not one or two Costco's. Well, you're, you're talking about thousands of Costco's. You know, and, and you let know me, what I mean? Let, like, dude, let this me is say huge. This. Let me say this. You know, it's funny because I listen to the guys, and, and and you know, this isn't a shot to anybody, but there's a lot of folks that don't like True Leaf, right? Because they're like, oh, it's institution money and this and that and blah blah blah. And then there's other people that do like it. And there's other people that just don't care. They just want their product, right? And then there's people that just don't know about them. So the thought process for me is that this is a growth for the whole industry. I personally think that these big hitters like this, they only bring value to all of us. And, and here's what I mean by it is oftentimes you'll see a McDonald's and a Jack in the Box across the street or a Burger King, or something, a Subway right across the street. Why? It's because there's another food place there. They know that people are, they're creating a more environment for us McDonald's all and Jack in the Box right next to each other. Right. And, like, and, whatever. And so, and so some days. Apoyo Loco and a Taqueria right next to each other. We went and, and drove one but today. And there's also food, and this is where I want to be, 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 drive my point home, is that you guys, all it does is really strengthens our industry. For these players to come in. It doesn't weaken us. It doesn't take from us. It doesn't do anything. All it does is makes your value go up. I want people to really think about I, I that. I agree with you, Blue, because some people get all nervous thinking, oh, the big company's coming in. I mean, this deal supporters, True Believers expansion in core markets like Florida, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and establish a Southwest hub to service key markets, including Arizona, where voters just legalize it out there. But not only that, what, what I want to put into people's head is realize this. If you start in the cannabis game, say you start with an edible company, right? Then a company like this comes out and wants to buy you. Now, whether you want to stay in there making your monthly, I don't care what it is, X amount of dollars, whether it's $10,000 a month you're making or $100,000 a month. Right. But say you get bought out and you no longer have to put in those hours weekly. If it's $100,000 a month that you're making in, then your value for your companies is a multi-million dollar gain, maybe close to B's. Who knows? But if you can cash out when these bigger companies are starting to buy these smaller companies like this. And so, as you say, it's a gain for the industry. When the big companies come in and they want to buy you out, I don't look at it as a loss or take my dick. No, hit them hard. Sell for a high amount if you got a product that you can make your money on. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, take your money and run. Oh, yeah. Or stay in the game and keep going because then you're going to have to compete with the lower prices because when companies like this and they have that much land, they got that much facilities, the product price is probably going to go down without right. a doubt. Right. So now the eighth is now going to be 25, 20, sure. you know, sure. and that's at the store maybe. Right. So if you're buying a 20, $25 eighth, that's great. Can you compete selling that at your store or selling your product for that? Or if it's, it's flour. But my point is, like you said, it's great for the industry. Big business has to come in. It's inevitable. It's going to go down. Look again, embrace embrace these massive companies if it, you know and, and 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 use your mind and imagination to have your own ability to think that you can be just as big because not every single wealthy person has got it handed down to them a lot of these entrepreneurs have made it all themselves look at the dot-coms blue yeah look at the industry when it happened when somebody started a little fucking company and then google says i want to buy that or then Facebook says, I want to buy this. domain name. You know what I mean? Some of these domain It all happens. It happened in that industry. Yeah. I mean, folks are going, I can't believe Oracle came in and bought this. I can't believe, 
you know, Why? Twitter's doing this. Because they weren't using they their math. I believe it. That's they the buy thing. these things. Even gamers surprised. in the gaming world. You know, the little gaming company made another video game, and the bigger gaming company buys the little gaming company. It, it, happens, it happens in all, all industries. The time. And, and sometimes it's just a great name or a great picture or a logo. Yeah. All that being said, I want to hear from the women of Cannabis Talk 101. Christine and Janae, I heard you guys just walk in. Why don't you guys step on the mics? We'll be right back after this with the women. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Now it's time for the women of Cannabis Talk 101 with the skinny queen, Janae Alt, and Playboy Playmate, Christine Smith. Hi, welcome to the Women of Cannabis Talk 101. I'm Janae Alt. You can follow me at Skinny Queen Janae. I know I love following you, and I'm Christine Smith, and you can follow me on Christine's Fire. And, and you, you are Vava Vibin' with, with the, the Women of Cannabis, cannabis Talk 101. 101. The skinny on the skinny today is where do we go from here, women? I just love hearing that. The skinny on the skinny. Where do we go, Janae? 
We fight the fight, but sometimes we are left alone with our thoughts, but not anymore. I found a group of people that are holding town meetings and getting the message out. Ooh, I would love to go to yes. town meetings and have someone hear my cannabis thoughts. Well, we all love Cal- we all love California and Long Beach. It's been wrapped about by Snoop Dogg and traveled to for its beaches and sun t- sunshine, but recreational cannabis has been legal in Long Beach since 2018. Since then, there's been 20 dispensaries that have opened their doors in the city. And welcome to the women. Wait, 20 opened an LBC road yes. trip, Janae. Hey, the women of Cannabis Talk 101 are going to come see you. And what's exciting is there's a group of individual boss women, and they're starting a Women in Cannabis Town Hall. And monthly meetings based in uh, Long Beach addresses minorities and women in cannabis. Christine, where do you go for support when it comes to cannabis-related uh, in the community? Support, like women's groups or yeah. like friends or, or any kind of support. See, I've been loving the women's meetings. Not women's meetings, but like little women's parties you and I have been going to lately where it's just like all the ladies gather and dress up and try new products. But there really isn't a, a ton of support when it comes to it. Not you know? since COVID. So there used to be a lot more uh, women's events at uh, like all the dispensaries that we could go to at night. But yeah, since COVID, I mean, everything's been online. Yeah, so if you think about it, like... You know, what do we like to, you know, where do we want to go and what can we do to to get together and find support between women and minorities? Well, there's uh, there's a girl that is doing it and she's killing it. And, you know, she said the industry is really growing and it continues to grow. And the chief marketing officer at the dispensary chain of Sweet Flower says what we need to continue <gasps> Sweet to do. Flower, we love that. We've been there. Hi. What we need to continue to do is make sure the industry remains a safe place for all members, whether you're a buyer or a business owner. Sweet Flower is a woman-owned dispensary chain in Los Angeles area. Since the company's grand opening in 2018, the company's leadership has been focused on assessing nonprofit organizations, monetary donations, and hosting neighborhood cleanup and help pass out food to food drives. Okay, this is so awesome. I didn't realize this is who the article is. So listeners, Janae and I have frequented this place often. Their staff is so intelligent and knowledgeable, and this is an awesome story. Check them out, Sweet Flower. Yeah, so if you go to the the dispensary, the part of it is uh, called the Thrive Society. It's an organization that is a collaboration between women and people of color-owned businesses in the industry, which I find this is such a great thing. Listen, I love women groups. I love, you know, uh, people of of color coming together. And why shouldn't we have a town meeting? Okay, this is probably why you and I were energetically connected to this dispensary. Think about it. This is the only one we went to for so long. All the dispensaries we went to, like, we're energetically connected to show them love. And this is why. I love hearing this. We're going to be there. Yeah, and just think about, like, throughout the pandemic, a lot of the places that we would go our clothes like oh yeah or they'd allow like three people in at a time it's like really like let's just you know destroy all businesses it was so sad trying to get into all these dispensaries during the pandemic they're allowing literally listeners if you guys don't know three listeners sometimes or three listeners three customers at a time these poor dispensaries and had to try and stay open well if you think about it with all of the things closing and now that we're slowly opening up that having a town hall meeting, and it's a virtual meeting that they are having, but eventually it's going to be where they open it back up. But a place for people to go and worship the weed, talk about it, be a part of it, build a community, 
talk about all of the things and be around your fellow women. No, I love this. I love this so much. And I love that a lot of dispensaries are doing this. Um, I, especially I love that this one's women owned, but even the men owned are understanding how important it is for the women, like you were saying, Janae, uh, in the community to have a place to go to for support and to help each other and go like, you know, especially with people that have kids that are artistic or, or um, autistic that are using, you know, strains to, to help them to have a community to go, hey, you know, these strains worked for my child. You know, these strains didn't or, you know, that, so I love this, Janae like you had a very good point that it, it it is hard to find places to go to for support and listeners if you guys have uh, places you'd like to tell us that you go to support call 1-800-420-1980 yes and it's a wonderful wonderful time to be alive because if you think about it you know we're moving out of a pandemic and we do need to have support groups. And I was thinking about like support groups versus, you know, I, I hate to make the comparison to alcohol, but alcohol has been around for a very long time. And, you know, they're, the support groups for alcohol is really kind of AA. And AA is for the people that uh, have a problem with it. And so I love that support groups are happening in cannabis in a welcoming, positive way where people can come and do better and and give out and give back to the community. It's like a completely flip uh, of the of sides and bringing people together for the better good and to help the community. And I love that. No, and it's really important, too, especially for um, business owners starting up, um, to reach out with other business owners so we can all learn from from their mistakes. Like everyone I know when we're starting out, and I know I've mentioned you know boxes before, but people don't understand when they vote for all of these laws that when the laws change, it's wiping out a lot of these smaller companies. Like every time it says, okay, now you have to have this label on the box, you have to have this on a box, everyone has to bring everything back. So women need to stand together and go, hey, this is what happened in our city you know this is we saw these companies get wiped out from these little changes that people didn't realize we're going to do make sure and go vote make sure and get these laws changed make sure what happens in our cities doesn't happen in yours and we have to have places like this for us to get together and talk to in person so i just want to take a little like you know have fun with this and think about what would the skinny queen's town hall meeting be like well i'll tell you this there'd be a lot of cannabis be smoking there <laughs> right and we would all have leather plush green chairs. Well, if we're all smoking cannabis, then fear would be squashed. So we'd all be speaking from our souls instead of our ego and fears. So we'd probably get a lot of important stuff changed. I'm sure it's not like mine, I, I like the, my magical one that I would have. But I'm super excited, and I really want to be a part of this. And they're having another meeting. It's happening on Friday, June 11th. The meeting is free and open to the public. For, for more information, go to thrive-society.com. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, dash society dot com. If you could have your own town meeting right now, Christine, what would you talk about? I think seriously, just um, getting laws changed about public smoking. I talk to so many people everywhere you go, it's like vaping not allowed, vaping not allowed. So it's like vaping should be allowed everywhere we are allowed to have a drink. Obviously, if someone's being obnoxious, blowing big snow clouds, then go, hey, guy, you know, you're in public, like keep it to yourself. But everywhere that alcohol should be consumed, vape pens should be allowed too. Yeah, I think um, the, I'm going to admit this. I'm going to admit this. I can't believe it. So six flags. I'm a, a season pass holder, right? And, you know, I know they have one little tiny little smoking section, right? And it's for all their cigarettes, cancer-sick smokers. And, like, I have my THC, 
I'm going over. So you went to the smoking section in Six Flags to smoke your vape pen. Yeah. Okay, listeners, in case you didn't catch that. So Janae's in Six Flags and she's going to the smoker section with her vape pen. Yes. And now there's a there's a THC vape pen. And there's there's a CBD pen, and this time I'm hitting my CBD pen, so, you know, those are legal, like, you know, not even a big deal. And I got told I couldn't do it. And they said, no, In you the can't. smoking section. In the smoking section. So I wanted to be, if I was having a town meeting with you, Christine, and our first subject was be, I feel like anywhere that you can smoke cigarettes, I think that you should be Kate, able that's to. That's completely ridiculous that they would say that. Like, I'm going to go to Six Flags literally now just to boycott them, and I'm just going to go walk down the middle of the street with my vape pen, or the middle of, like, Six Flags just everywhere. Well, you know, I do respect the system, and I, I do respect <laughs> the, the process. I am a, a season pass holder, so... Uh, I'm going to follow the rules, but it, it just, the reason why I even brought that up is because I didn't know. I thought it was a smoking section. So I figured that it was it okay. It is a smoking section. It should be okay. That's completely ridiculous. That's like completely ridiculous. Like tell go to like six flags to the point just to prove them wrong. It's well, completely wrong. If you think about it too. I don't have a season holder pass. So you, there's nothing you can do to me guys. <laughs> well, I respected them and I didn't do it. And after that I was fine, but it was really, it opened up my eyes because as we see these laws change and things, you know, move and open up you know sometimes we really don't I really don't know if if there's certain places that you can smoke or that you can smoke like is it legal to smoke cannabis in bars yes I go everywhere until someone stops me because I'm never disrespectful about it I try and hide but I'm like at the table I'm at the bar literally everywhere you go the vape pen well you're with me you see I just snort it everywhere (laughs) yeah it kind of is a thing too so I'm thinking that it's legal and like if we had like think about some of these things that these women could have like with these talk these you know these town hall meetings like the outreach that they could have the support because that's where our power is and that's why they say it's so hard for women in the community to get a leg up because they don't have as many uh connections to get money but we do have our network of women and that's our value and these women are boss women they're talking about you know the laws that we can change you know you can talk about events moral support finances abuse I, all of it, and I, I really, honestly wish I would have had a support group uh, a lot earlier in the game. And um, I don't know you about you, Christine, but do you have any shout-outs? Um, I know we we have. Let's see, we have our sponsors. We've got Califex. We have Dime. We have Q Terpenes. Yeah, and also don't always don't forget to take your skinny weed. You got that quarantine 15 coming on. But uh, yeah, where are the boys, Christine? And um, they are looking really fired about something Joe has to say. So let's hear what it is. Back to you, boys. Back to you. Thank you for listening to the Women of Cannabis Talk 101 with the skinny queen, Janae Alt, and Playboy Playmate, Christine Smith. Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. It was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. 
We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a hit, get lit, sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 with Joe Grande and myself, Christopher Wright, also known as Blue, we want to give a special thanks to Terpene Warehouse. It's dime time. Dime time. Dime time. And Dope Minerals, Cali FX, and make sure you check out Connector, man. Go ahead and get yourself one of them Connector apps. Join up, guys. It'll help you navigate through the cannabis industry because they are pollinating relationships, guys. Yes, they are. And we definitely want to thank Erica, Priscilla, Abel, Brandon, Pitt. Peanut, Jennifer, Elvis, and Chris Franquino, thank you guys all for helping the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do so much. I would like to thank Mark and Craig for not showing up so much because you guys really bring the show down when you're here and you throw me for a loop, especially with Craig's receding hairline Who? and the dye. Craig, remember the guy whose face was dying when his hair was dying <laughs> and going into his face? Oh, he looked at the Borak movie. <laughs> the Borak. <laughs> I got a couple good stories for you, Blue, and I think I'm going to try to get to both of them. But uh, West Virginia... Office of Medical Cannabis, the OMC, announced eligible West Virginians with serious medical conditions can now register for a medical cannabis patient card online. Now, a list of physicians registered to certify patients as eligible for the use of medical cannabis and also available on the website. Though the registration physicians will verify that the patient is eligible, the patient must apply for a patient identification card on the website, the West Virginia Medical Cannabis Act permits. Now, West Virginia residents will, with serious, excuse me, medical conditions, to procure medical cannabis for a, 
certified medical use in the following forms. They can only get pill, oil, tropical forms, including gels, creams, or ointments, a form medically approved for administrative by vaporizations or nebulizations. Dry leaf or plant form, tinkster li- uh, liquid or uh, dermal patch. Physicians, physicians that are interested in obtaining authorizations to verify medical cannabis patients must complete an approved four-hour course along with registration applications, which all could be found at www.medcanwv.org. So that's medcanwv.org if you're out there in West Virginia. But, you know, it's just these patient cards are valid only in West Virginia. Registration does not mean medical cannabis products can immediately be obtained, but they're moving in the right direction. There are many West Virginians who are experienced chronic pain and due to serious medical conditions, they can't get help. And it's just a shame that people have these conditions and have these, uh, you know, arrangements with their, themselves. Like, I, I can't go get a cream. I can't go get a fucking thing with some THC in it to help me with my body. It's sad. Well, listen, dude, you know, they're just behind the times in some of these states. You know, yeah. and, and they'll be coming around because look at when we used to have the the the, the medical marijuana, we had to go get a, a card. I remember, it you was know, here? yeah, it was it very was California. It was yeah, yeah. it was. It, but before that, there wasn't anywhere to get them, and then all of a sudden they started popping up everywhere, and then we started doing them online, and then they were like busting people for doing them online because they're saying, oh, that's not the way you're supposed to do it. Then they were doing this, then they were doing that. I mean, it, it just has to evolve, and a lot of people don't understand that. Patience is a virtue. And sometimes these states are very, very far behind. But a four-hour course for a doctor, I don't know. I just find that kind of weird. Just to see the doctor? Well, no, the doctors have to take a four-hour course to be able to prescribe prescribe it. it. Well, so I just mean, let me me ask you this, though. This is probably protecting their butt. Don't get me wrong, it does, but I feel like the cannabinoid degree, so to speak... The cannabinoid, which I don't have the degree and I don't have the knowledge that I wish I did. But if I did, I think it would take a course, not a fucking four hour class. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a little my point behind that is four hour course. And now you're a certified doctor to tell you everything you need to know. About cannabis is a little fast. That's my point. I mean, because you go to med school for four, eight years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just. Let's I'm happy on. for it. Don't get me wrong. Start giving out these, you know, medical conditions and cards and whatnot. But I just find it to be a little quick. Well, let's be honest. Four hours is not enough time to do anything. I mean, you know, as far as to have an education, we could have dinner in four hours. For God's yeah, sense. we and we we have. I mean, so <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but the thought is, the thought is, is at least they're doing something to cover their butts. Saying, well, we gave them some kind of training, you know. But ultimately, it almost seems like it's a joke because it's only four hours. Yeah, so it's going green in West Virginia because they're making money out there. I also got another one where I want to jump in because that one I just kind of wanted to throw out there as, you know, once again, medcanwv.org is the website, M-E-D-C-A-N-W-V.org. If you're out in West Virginia and you want to get a medical card or you know somebody out there uh, in there. But another thing that's going green, Blue, and I, I get mixed feelings about this for some weird reason and I don't know why I kind of want to talk this out with you and and see where I go because as I think about it it makes me go hmm ha hmm 
And I don't know why. I feel like I'm the hypocrite about it. So let me get to it. And it goes down to psychedelics. Could be the next cannabis-like boom. It's going to be. And it's going to be. But for some weird, stupid reason, when I think of these psychedelics, I get this weird stomach ache because I think I just ate a fucking eighth of mushrooms or I took a hit of a tab of, of acid and it just makes you go, oh, and it's at the infant industry stages, right? But this potential market opportunity for psychedelics is as much as $100 billion globally, according to this Vancouver, British Columbian based investment banking firm that did this uh, study. And <coughs> scientists believe that psychedelics could help treat a range of medical health and behavior issues, including depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorders, PTSD, right? Addiction and attention deficient hyperactive disorders. The main ingredients, that's it. I mean, so my point is just that alone. Let's just stay there, right? So scientists believe this is where I get mad at myself going, why do you feel this way, Joe? When scientists who are a lot smarter than your fat ass are telling you that they could help with a range of mental health and behavior issues. Depression, anxiety, post. Now, and now I go from reading this blue to thinking we have such a homeless crisis that is these issues part of this homeless problem we have? Are these homeless people dealing with more mental health than we realize or are a lot of them choosing to be there? But I, my gut feels like they have a lot of mental issues, right? They're, they're dealing with depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorders, addictions, deficient hyperactive disorders. Maybe they need something like this. They do. 100%, Joe. Now, there's people... Now, ready for the asshole in me that goes, well, we give it to them and they act crazier. Well, this is the problem. So, so he, I don't know why I think that sometimes. It, no, do you no, see where I'm going with no, it, though? Like I, I do, go, but think about it like this. Or maybe it helps Ten them. years ago, when you were completely sober, and you still are, but I'm just saying, 10 years ago, right? How long have you been sober now? 22 plus years. Okay. So 10 years ago, if before when the big cannabis movement was just barely launching off, you know, the question is, is did you possibly feel the same way about these things until you were educated on why they help? Funny enough, not about cannabis because cannabis, like I said, growing up, um, you was used in the alcohol. Like, you know, we use it on rubs and stuff and... Made more I sense always felt like cannabis was medicine as I'm American Indian as well. You know, Winnebago Indian out of Nebraska and looking back at the culture and the history, the vibe I've always deeply felt was that, you know, am I sitting here smoking joints? No. Uh, am I using THC rubs and creams and tinctures and oils and a pen here and there at night? Yes. But I'm not going to smoke a flower cannabis joint. But I going into the era of when it became becoming legal in California as me being sober X amount of years at that time, I was like, teach its own as it should be. Right. But does uh, it mean I'm going to go use it? I I used, I used the products that I never thought I'd use. Like I never thought, Oh, I'm going to use a THC product. Right. Have you ever microdosed though? Well, like like when I've had the, pain yeah because i mean i mean listen i think the it, in, in the oil with the thc and I've, in, in a know? small in a small amount right if you gave somebody like a very small amount of mushrooms you know that's what i think and i think they're right and i think the scientists are right my but, point is like i believe but it. my question is and here's why i think this is going this way ready for this 
And, and I'll tell you what, where the, the drawback can be. Opioids, right? Very addicting. That and, good old white pill, baby. And Give it to me all day. Vicodin, Vicodin, oxycodones, all this stuff, right? They're very addicting. And I think that they needed to find something else to replace them because the, For the gig, addiction? The, absolutely. So you think you they want the, the whole conspiracy well, well, theory is uh, it's not the, let's it's get the, them addicted to well, these to these psychedelics? Yeah. It's mm. the next it's the next opioid you always addiction. Take that next step of, so, of, so, of well, well, let me crazy well, let me shit. talk big money. It's not crazy shit. It is big money. So, I like you know what? You know I kind of like let's be I, honest. It's not crazy. It's so not, you're saying to get this clear this is the next move to get the people on like pharmaceutical. they are on opioids. Op- 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 pharmaceutical. And we, and we just realized, as I told you, I talked to some pharmaceutical people. They're getting into this game. Of course the they pharmaceuticals are. Pharmaceuticals aren't afraid of it no more. They're like, well, we're going into this. We're studying this. We're buying this. We're why? buying that. Because of what you're saying. Moolah, baby. I, dude, you just gave me children. I got chills. Think about it, dude. You know, because you say, you say, here's. I agree with you. I agree with you, actually. Here's 50. Here's 50 pills or 50. So you don't think it could be scientists. You don't think scientists. Can figure out a better way to get them off those pills, well, but then now they're addicted to something else. They do. Else, right? They get them addicted to another drug, a but, fucking but, psychedelic drug that gets but, you all. But, but, no, so it's not going to get them off. So let's say that you have you're on Ritalin, okay, which is highly addictive, big one. Okay, so instead of We're giving them Ritalin, 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 guys like you and me should be on it, probably. Right. I bet Mark is, and he doesn't tell nobody. But right. So, so we're on it, right? And it starts to become addicting to us because we have to rely on it every day. Or Adderall, Adderall, those are very, two big ones. very addictive. For children too. Small Everybody, yeah, do, a lot of people. So they give us small doses, right? But what happens when the child becomes an adult and goes, "Well, I need a little more," and they start to self-medicate? Or no longer works the same way it used to because they need a little more, and then they need a little. So same thing with psychedelics. So what happens is, is you go, you know what? I'm going to take two today. I don't feel well. So you take two and you go, "Wow, that felt really good." Let me try four. And then now you're full on tripping, and you're like, "Wow, these these things are amazing." When I take ten of them, and so it's the same concept. And the unfortunate side is that anything that can be abused will be abused. Oh, hell yeah. Anything that, you know, so, so you start to think about it. Are people going to abuse these? Of course they are. And is there money in abuse? Absolutely. And so as you start to look into that, it, it, it's a sick world and very much more methodically thought out than most of us think. And so when we're sitting here and we're going, yeah, we want to prove these marijuana, we want cannabis, we want to prove, you know, mushrooms and we want to prove LSD. Well, guess what, guys? People are going to take advantage of that. There's going to be people on the street saying, look, I don't need this anymore. And they're going to sell it. And there goes the game. Well, just to give you some more insight, studies done since 2016 by John Hopkins University of Maryland and other researchers show potential for psychedelics to treat persistent depression. Depression's real like a $2 bill. Oh, yeah. You got folks killing themselves. You got folks running into walls, hitting people, don't know how to deal with their depression, acting like a fool. So if psychedelics are the way out, well, then let's make it happen, Captain. $100 billion globally, according to Vancouver, British Columbia-based investment banking firm, Canaccord Genity. We'll find out, but thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101. No one else loves you. We do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. 
That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 